Hey guys, welcome to Recharge, Rebuild and Restored. R3 with me, Roz. Today, I am here with a beautiful young lady, 17 years old, who goes to Dawson College, who is driven to reach the stars, Miss Maya Brown. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Hi. <laughs> How are you? I'm good, and you? I'm great, thank you. So please tell the audience a little about who you are and a little about you. So my name is Maya Sincere Brown. Um, I'm 17 years old. I'm a graduate of Villa Maria High School. I now attend Dawson College and mm -hmm. I'm going into my second year and um, my third semester. So let, let, can you just tell the audience what program are you taking right now at college? I'm in the psychology pro program at Dawson. Yeah. And why did you choose that path? Um, at the time in high school, I was really interested in like understanding how minds worked and how people and why people think the way they think. So um, I wanted to learn more about it. And so I decided to go into psychology because of it. So your motivation is to just find out more about who people are? Yeah, like I was more interested about like well now I'm more interested about getting to know different cultures and people and um like how different groups of people function and and their cultures and different things like that but at the time I was way more interested in how the mind worked why uh I don't know I just always liked understanding why people did what they did and and how people made decisions and like kind of the science behind it so now you don't want to do the, just the mind anymore. Now you want to do the culture and the community. Yeah. Now I'm more interested in like the people and like their way of living. Mm -hmm. So are you, do you think that you would probably go and explore? Are you exploring that part as well? Or are you just doing just book work? Um, right now I'm just like focusing on psychology, like finishing my like college experience in the psychology program, but mm -hmm. I think in university, I'm probably going to lean more towards sociology. Okay. Okay. So, uh, you know, we just, we are still in it, but because of COVID, um, the pandemic for the past almost two years, uh, and we live in Quebec, Canada, how do you, would you say that it affected you while that pandemic was going on in your surroundings and your community? Um, so um, the pandemic happened or like the quarantine started in my last year of high school. And mm -hmm. so I didn't really get to get that closure from high school because I didn't get to finish it really. It kind of ended abruptly. So right. it was really difficult for me because I didn't really get a chance to like say goodbye to my childhood before I went into like the college life. And then um, like I didn't get a prom, I didn't really get a graduation, so I didn't get most of the things that you expect to get after finishing high school. Right. So I was kind of sad with that, but um, you know, humans we adapt. So um, like, like didn't it didn't phase me for too long. I learned to deal with it, and then um, I started my first year of college online, which was different. Um, but I got the hang of it somewhat at the, in my second semester more. And, um, and yeah, so I guess it kind of affected the way I learned things because I was no longer learning in like a school environment. I was learning like virtually, which I never did before. And so I, it was more up to me to like teach myself 
a lot of the material Mm -hmm. and I was way more independent in my studies I found so I yeah it was it was interesting so how did that make you feel that you you missed your prom you missed the closure with your friends you wasn't able to say your goodbyes you would like to and have your your big parties that you was expecting to have and then you have to go in the virtual um site to do school how was that able to prepare you to for the outcome that you have right now um I mean I don't know if it really prepared me um for like what life is now because I think I'm going back to school this fall um but I have to wear masks so I mean like I think in general like I was not fond of the idea of going to school virtually and I think like it definitely made me feel like my generation was cursed because it literally like I've seen every single um generation before me like get a prom and graduate and I was like the only like the first of my um of my of the the classes at my school of my high school to like not get a prom and it was also the last year of like my all girls like class uh, because I went to on all girls um high school until like the year after me the year after me was like co-ed so that's a lot to take in knowing that yeah the school have changed it's no longer a girl's school you couldn't do the, everything that you wanted to do for closure to go to college and now you're stuck there so did you have anything you did with your friends to try to make closure to do something together that at least to say celebrate you leaving high school to go to college yeah, my one of my friends had um, like a mini graduation with just like us, like, you know, her friends at her house and we had to socially distance, but like it was kind of like a little graduation at her house. And um, yeah, that kind of like set the tone. And then we also had a graduation at your house um, right. with some of my friends from church. So um, it was that helped um, kind of give me a little more closure. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Well, what I try to do, I try to do everything I can to let everyone be happy because it was a very hard time for everyone. So just you yeah. was and able to hear that. Oh, you're welcome. And just to see you guys smile and, and see you guys were so happy for the time that we were there. It was it was priceless just to see the effect it had on every one of you guys for being here at the time that you were. And it was with my great pleasure it was done. Yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> No problem. You're welcome. So now that you are in college and you're going to do psychology and you are very busy too with your community. So how do you serve your community? And what do you, what awareness do you want to bring? Because right now you have this YouTube channel. So tell us a little about the YouTube channel and how you're serving your community with that. Yeah. So I started my YouTube channel in um, grade 10 because I kind of was like, I'm a very impulsive person and like I get really stressed when I have a lot to do but when I don't have enough to do I also get stressed so it's like yeah I'm kind of weird like that so I so was you like you know always be busy you have to always yeah be busy. I yeah I like being busy it stresses me out but I I think I secretly like being stressed it's it's kind of <laughs> weird but um yeah so I started in grade 10 because I just wanted an extra thing to do and at first I was just kind of going with the trends and like what was happening on YouTube. Like I would, you know, do um, the welcome video to my channel and like I would t- 
talk about relationships, which I literally don't know much about, but that was what was trending. So I, I would do that and I would bring my friends on and, and, and yeah. But um, then after I started watching more content on YouTube, I started realizing like what I liked and that was commentary videos. So mm-hmm. those are videos based on like social issues and like people's opinions on them. And um, for instance, like things like colorism and cultural appropriation. And I saw a lot of YouTubers um, speaking on topics like that and it really interested me. So I felt the need to also put my opinion out there because, you know, I'm a very opinionated person and I kind of wanted to give my take on things. So that's kind of what my channel ended up to be. And um, yeah, that's what I've been doing ever since. So I kind of like find these social issues or these or these like realities that no one really talks about. And I and I try to shed some light on it. Okay, so two things that question I'll ask. As you said before, and I'll continue with, with what you're saying, is that you were talking about relationships and you was, then after you changed, so you, you're going to say that you have a mind shift and you had a mindset of changing the tone of where you were going before with the direction that you're going right now. And why did you yeah. decide to change the direction? Why? Um, because I felt like it wasn't really, like I like to do things with purpose and I felt like there was no purpose behind what I was doing. I was just kind of do, going through the motions so I wanted to do something that like um, resonated with myself and resonated with other people. And um, I felt like the best way to connect with my audience was to do something that I was passionate about, which was speaking on like issues and speaking on like, you know, um, like different realities that um, I notice. And so, yeah, instead of doing like fun challenges and like little things like that, that I thought didn't really add to anything or do anything I wanted to kind of like switch that and focus on things that I, I um, like conversations that kind of I was passionate about and that inspired me so you wanted to bring more awareness to your community on on base of what you you want to talk about and bring enlightenment to others so you doing all that how is the reaction to your community when you go and do all this um, bring all this awareness to them on on, um, on YouTube Um, so so far it's been pretty good like um, I think my favorite thing about YouTube is when I get like DMs from people who I've never like I don't know like complete strangers and they'll say like I love your videos like you know they they really resonate with me and um, just keep going keep doing them like I I really love what you're talking about like and they'll come from people I don't know and I prefer that because I feel like when it comes when the support comes from people you do know it's also it's also great but sometimes it comes off a little biased because you know those people know you and they love you and they want to support you but when it comes from strangers it feels more genuine and it feels like you know people are actually connecting with what I'm saying and they and they want me to continue so it kind of um, it's kind of motivating in that sense so what is the hardest topic you have talked about so far on the YouTube channel and why uh probably my most recent one um called misogynoir so the misogyny and the and the racism that black women endure endure in in society um and it's called misogynoir are black men the weakest links i think that was definitely the most i guess controversial one because it does target a certain demographic and uh certain not not many or there were a few people who disagreed with what i said and uh, and a lot of people and a few people also who agreed with what I said. So I think it was very like a um, a sticky a sticky topic because it's not as comfortable as some of my other videos. 
and um yeah so that definitely was the hard one and then why why would it disagree to you is it because the reason that it was dealing with black the issue of ethnicity or was it dealing because you were talking as, as a young 17 year old going on these very hard topics um i think it was more to do with um like the uncomfortability of it all like it's like i'm saying things that don't that people like it's like talking about racism you know people think that race is such a controversial topic when like um, a concept that has been like just fabricated cannot be controversial because it's not real race isn't a real thing but it's controversial because it stirs up you know guilt in certain people and Mm -hmm. when I'm talking about you know a certain demographic and I'm calling them out on them you know constantly disrespecting a group of people I don't think that makes a lot of people comfortable and so I think it's a lot of insecurity it's a lot of in you know being in denial and um and a lot of the time when people disagree with me it's not really on the basis of my information it's more so like they'll like attack superficial things like like they'll come from my appearance and they'll say like oh well like why are you talking about this like you look just like Ari Lennox which is proving the whole point like you can't disrespect my appearance after like and justify that as like um a, like a reason why this is wrong like what I'm saying is wrong like those are two completely different things so I think it's like insecurity most of the time <laughs> but then how did you get so much confidence to be able to go and talk on such hard topics what who gave you this confidence in yourself to say that you know I think I'm strong enough I can go and say that or I think I am knowledgeable enough and where do you get the knowledge from and where do you get your research from to go and and be controversial with whatever you're saying at a time on any of your YouTube channels? Well, um, so I think where my confidence comes from, firstly, like, I think, I mean, I believe truly, like, nurture and nature, like, they definitely play a role. I think, like, naturally, I've always been a very confident person. But I think also, like, in terms of nurture, I think my mom has also allowed me to have the space to be as confident as I am. Like, she never tried to um, steer me away from being assertive and being loud about how I felt about things. So I think, you know, those, like, those two things, me being a little more opinionated than the average kid, and also my mom, like, letting me be that opinionated has allowed me to be confident in what I say. Um, I think that um my knowledge I think it's just it comes from just like seeking information like you can only become knowledgeable if you are open to learning and open it and open to knowing that you might be wrong like you know a lot of the things I say like I'm confident in them now but like I can't say that in 10 years from now I'm gonna look back and still agree with the things that I'm saying now like you know we're always evolving we're always changing so for now that's how I yeah we're so for now, this is how I feel, and mm. I'm confident in how I feel now. Right. I may not feel as confident in 10 years from now from what right. I was saying at, like, 17 years old. But um, with, So with maturity comes knowledge and wisdom. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, so, yeah. so, so then how, how would you say that you have learned about yourself for sharing all those thoughts and helping others? Or do you think you're helping others to, to change the perspective of the way you see things and they try to let them see it in that light as well? 
yeah I've had a lot of people come at like you know give me feedback on how like they didn't really think about this before like for instance uh for instance um one of my videos on colorism a lot of people were like whoa like I really never thought about this like you know I didn't even realize that the media was conditioning me to like absorb this media and like prefer this media over other over other things you know people don't really recognize it until it's you know it's talked about and so yeah I definitely do think that I've helped people I definitely do think I've made people annoyed or you know maybe a little intimidated I don't know but like I think that's the whole thing about um, social media right now is because you have a content you're confident and you think you are you have that ability to talk about and then that's how you start a dialogue because if you don't say anything there'll be no dialogue but now that you're brave enough and have the confidence as I said to go out and make the dialogue everyone is talking back to you so then you can either improve and become better so you can learn and teach others or you can just stay silent and you choose not to stay silent you choose to, to speak up and says you know what I think I have a voice and I want to voice my opinion and this is my opinion I want to voice it what do you guys think about it how do you feel about it and and then that's how your dialogue started yeah Basically, yeah. Mm. Good, bravo for you, Maya. Very proud of you. Very proud of you. Thank so then, you. what what skills have you learned or strengthened in the past year? What skills have you learned or strengthened in the past year? Um, I think that I've learned to be way more patient. Um, wow. just in general. Um, wow. because I feel like well like in this pandemic I I recently got a job so I was working while being in school and I think when you um when you're when I think most people when they start working they learn that you know there's a lot of different people with a lot of different ways of thinking and doing things and so when you're when you start working and you're bombarded with all of these new people um you realize that they may not think the way you do and they might not might not like um how do you say like they may just like have things or do things like just in a different way and yes. may not like the way you do things like mm-hmm. I guess so I think you have to have a lot of patience to deal with people who just kind of like uh feel the need to call I don't know just I think right? you have patience I think it's patience and, and adaptability you have to learn to adapt right because yeah, exactly. being, being in a place where you know that you are not like how everybody thinks the same. Everybody thinks differently. So to adapt to someone else, you have to just listen and be observant. And then while you adapt to wherever you are, then it's easier that you can have, can be a great communication skills. You can be able to, to be in a place where you can give your opinion and someone will listen to it or, and you can listen to somebody else's opinion. And you can, that's why you start with teamwork as well, because you cannot do it on your own, right? You have to work together. So it will um, yeah. evolve and do well. So, yeah. And, and then how is your strength? Where did you get your strength from for the past, past um, year? Where did I get my strength? Like to keep yeah. strength, like, strength, to keep on going. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I have gotten closer to God throughout this pandemic. So I think God is definitely like where a lot of my strength comes from with school, with work, with like, you know, any creative and in depth, like in um, any creative endeavors I decide to take. Um, But I don't know, like, I think it's God. I think it's definitely my mom and show to your strength. Like, I think those people will build you up if they're the right people in your life. And, um, and for me, spirituality is very important. 
you know, always relying on God and trusting in God and everything I do um, is, is really important to me. So I try to make as much time for God as possible so that I can, I can feel connected to him and so that I, I feel like I'm not in this alone. Mm-hmm. Well, that's great. And I'm happy to hear that you don't rely on your own strength and you don't yeah. rely on your own force. You have something that is bigger than you that when you need it, you go to, to seek it. And you, if you listen long enough, he'll give you guidance of where you have to go and navigate you into the right direction. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Right. So what tips do you always have on hand and to keep you focused and pushing forward for your studies in school? Because now we're talking to the young, all the young age group of your, your um, how do you say that? Generation. Exactly. Um, your generation of peers that are in school. What, what tips do you always have on hand to keep for yourself focusing? Um, probably I would say, um, you know, try to um have your get your priorities straight like is one of my biggest things you know like like if you have a list of things to do always prioritize what is going to get you to achieve your goal and um if that's school prioritize school if that is your passion prioritize your passion it's different for everyone I don't think it's smart to say oh we'll just focus on school and 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 do what you know most people in society do like no, I think you have to understand yourself and understand where you are at in your own life and what you value more. And if you value what you're doing creatively more, then that's something you prioritize. If you value what you're doing in school more, that's that's something you prioritize. You know, um, I think it's also time management. You know, <laughs> if you like, yeah, um, if you, you know, want to leave room for fun that's great fun is is you know i think necessary especially if you're young having fun and and doing exciting things those are also ways to learn and and grow but you know if you have a plan and that plan is going to lead you to where you really want to be i definitely think that you have to put more time towards that uh, achieving that goal rather than putting more times towards play you know so there's that and Mm -hmm. um I think probably I I I can't say like don't procrastinate because I think that's easier said than done I think we're humans we all procrastinate but like I would definitely say that like try to avoid doing things that lead you to procrastinate so if you know that a certain app is going to is going to distract you and be a part of your procrastination and then probably avoid doing being on that app or Right. Try to take away things that distract you from getting to where you need to be. So, so how, how do you do, how do you push forward with your, your studies with school? How do you do that? Like, how do I, like, how do I manage my, like, what do you, yes. how do you study with, when it comes to school? Um, like, for said, to, said to you, peers, don't procrastinate, take things away that will, and was enabling you to do more with that dance study. How do you, as a, as a, as a young lady, while you're in school, now that you're in college, how do you study and how do you take the time to stay focused? Yeah, so for me, my priority right now is school. Um, so that means that if YouTube has to like be put aside, that's probably what will happen. If I have time, you know, 
in the midst of like all the chaos that happens throughout the year, then I definitely will put time and um, an effort into YouTube because, you know, I always want to do a good job at, at that part of my life as well. But <laughs> like mostly I want to prioritize, uh, prioritize school. So that means that, you know, I probably deleting a lot of apps that distract me um, when school starts. Um, I'm probably going to um, take a lot of time into studying rather than, you know, spending time with this person and doing that, like, you know, shopping and doing all these fun things, probably going to be cut a little. (laughs) And um, you're prioritizing right now. Yeah, basically. So like setting more time towards, you know, my classes and and the things that um, are going to get me on the road to where I, I need to be. Okay, so then what's your study method? What is your study method, method to achieve to, to the goal that you have? So say, for example, you want this year, I'm doing this and that's my, so what's your study method? Um, like how I study? Your like, study method, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, for me, I like to do the testing method. I actually learned about it in my, psych- like in, I think my last semester or like my first semester of psychology. Um, it's kind of like you test yourself, you quiz yourself over and over again until you like really like retained the information. I did that in high school as well. Like I think I started it in sec four, like so grade 10 also. Um, I have this app called Quizlet and I would just like, you know, put the answer and the question for every, every single topic that I have to study. And, um, over and over again until I got it and most of the time that worked for me so um, then you have an actor that usually try to help you to stay focused to achieve the goal you want yeah okay awesome. yeah but like you don't need the app you can literally just like you know yeah, rewrite you your notes go right. through them um, right. and then try to form questions you know obviously you have the answer and then you just keep on doing that for every single chapter and uh for, for me, that, that's what works. And also okay. rewriting my notes, because I feel like like seeing it down on paper definitely helps. Right. So you rewrite your notes. You try to find apps that can help. You take the time to restructure what you learned before and then put it into your mindset so you'll be able to achieve the goal that you want. Yeah. Awesome. So who is your mentor? Do you have a mentor? Uh, I presently don't have a mentor, actually. I mean, I guess my mom, but like, I think like mentor and mother, I think being a mother is one thing in itself. I feel like, uh, my mom helps me with a lot of things and she guides me in a lot of things, you know, financially uh, in terms of education. But I feel like a mentor is more of a person who's going to like help you, um, with where, with the, like, um, your career more. Yeah, right. like so your do, career do you, and like your lifestyle. Do, yeah. Do you think you do you think um, a student as your age or younger or older needs a mentor? Yeah, I definitely do. I think it helps for sure. Why so? But I haven't found one yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you're in the right path, Maya, and I think you're doing awesome. So just just the way listening to you speak as a as a young lady and knowing you first for such a long time. It just gives me such joy, such joy to know that you're uh, um, totally on, on a path where you focus, where you're trying to be the best man you can be in your own right. 
and taking the time to to voice your opinion uh, because you're very opinionated to, yeah. to whatever causes you have you you are aware of and bring it to attention so so that's important and I appreciate that Thank yeah, you. thank you. So, seeing that you are 17 years old, and I'm saying all the time, I use a young lady, do you have any self-care tips that you like to, to leave with, with a young audience? Self-care tips? Yeah. Like, what do you um, like to do? How do you take care of this beautiful Maya? <laughs> uh, well, I de- I'm very um, into skincare. So, like, I've always been into it. I love finding new ingredients for that are good for the skin and but I think, like, I think as I've gotten older, like, I definitely think that less is more. So I don't think you need to put a bunch of different skincare brands and different things on your face. I think, like, if you find one thing and it works for you, definitely just stick to that. And maybe, like, once your skin gets a little too used to it, maybe switch to something else. But, like, I think being simple with that is is fine. Um I love makeup also. So, you know, uh, Sephora is a friend to me. But, um, well, that's I great. Could, you don't really need makeup though, but you look beautiful anyway. But you you want to enhance your beauty? Go right ahead, Miss Maya. Sorry? I say you want to, you're beautiful just the way you are. But if you want to enhance it to be beautifuler, you can go right ahead and do that. Yeah. I don't know if that's the correct word, but okay. I don't think it's like I don't think wearing makeup makes you prettier I think it's just um it's kind of like clothes it's like you know like you have to wear it yeah it's it's just it's a look it's a different it's a different you it's a different version of yourself it's it's fun it's playful I don't think you have to do it for anyone but yourself um yeah it's it's that's as well just not for anyone just for you because you need to feel comfortable in your own self yeah, of course. Have confidence that when you walk anywhere into your classroom or with your friends, wherever you are, you know who you are. But that takes yeah. time. To, so how were you able to be so confident? Um, like in my appearance? In everything. Or, yeah, in everything. Because you said that less is more. So did you have more before and now you have less? Yeah, I definitely think like when I was younger, I like was obsessed with makeup <laughs> and was obsessed with putting on a look. Um, because I mean, I was influenced by the media, like, you know, most girls my age started wearing makeup, not like pretty young, younger than most generations. So, um, I was really into that. And like, as I got older, I was kind of like, you know, because I did it so much when I was young, it kind of like was no longer fun for me when Mm. I was older. So like, I still love makeup, but I just don't, I'm not excessive about it. Like I just, you know, I like natural, the natural look of it, but to each its own, to each its (laughs) own. So you just said something. You said that because of the media, you was you were um, so much to makeup. So how would you be able to tell your peers that the media could be uh, media could be a good information path for you, or it could be not so good? So how were you? How would you be able to tell your your peers that what they can, what they should and should not take on media and uh, social media? And, and how were you able to say, you know what, I had enough of that and I'm going to just do that now? Well, how were you able to do all these things? I mean, to be fair, like even the fact that I like decreased the amount of makeup I, I wore, like that was also me being influenced by the media. Like I think as like through the ages, there's always a new look that's like, you know, in. Mm-hmm. And so like, I'm not going to pretend like 
like the media has no effect on me so I think like like I think if you abuse it and or you or you lean on that the media for to guide you in every single direction then yeah that that becomes problematic um okay so here we have uh, on the podcast we have recharge rebuild restore is the name of this podcast as you know which is or would you say that you're in the season right now um i think i'm in like recharge because uh i feel like you know because of the pandemic uh i feel like a lot of energy has been kind of like stripped away from me like robbed of me because of everything that I like me and a lot of people like everyone has had to put up with so yeah I think that like you know things are slowly changing things are slowly opening up again like I don't know if it's going to stay that way but like if it is if it does like you know we're going back to school in the fall so I think like things are kind of not going back to the way they were but like you know energies being put back where it was once lost so I think it is a time of recharge for me because I feel like I'm getting a little getting that energy back like I I definitely feel like there's a change in in mood with a lot of people in my space um, because I feel like you know when the pandemic hit like a lot of people were really depressed really sad and now Mm -hmm. that things are opening up again and we're going back to school um, like the mood has definitely changed and I feel like people are excited for what's to come well i'm very happy to hear that that you are in a recharge recharging and refocusing so when you get back there you are totally prepared to take on what comes your way right yeah so how can we find you um you can find me on youtube at maya brown m-a-y-a and then you know the color brown (laughs) um yeah you can find me on instagram also maya brown um but like Maya with two A's at the end, and then, or is it actually? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> can I just double check, please? So we know. Oh, you can't right now. So just you send it to me after. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Find you on YouTube and Instagram, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. With with the Tree Art community, we always ask to encourage us with a, with a word, a powerful song, a poem. Um, I have a poem. It was actually my graduation poem, that, like, I guess my, my yearbook poem that I that I used. Okay. And, and yeah, so it says, I've learned that people will, sorry, um, it's I learned that people will forget what you said. And people will forget what you did. But people will always remember the way you you made them feel. I don't know if I'm quoting that exactly the way it is but that's a Maya Angelou quote read that awesome yeah yeah Beautiful. so um yeah but yeah I know you like to sing so I'm asking you to please sing us a song uh, yeah. a song <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot <laughs> okay I guess I'll sing like a little bit of no weapon like no weapon formed against me shall prosper it won't work god will do what he said he would do not a man that should lie he will come through no weapon 
formed against me shall prosper. It won't work. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was expecting more. I closed my eyes and I was just imagining just sitting there. So thank you, Miss Maya, <laughs> so so much. I was expecting to have some more. I appreciate you yeah. taking the time to come on the podcast. Thank you for um, sharing no your voice with us. I, I pray and hope that on your journey to become a psychologist, that you go with all folks and do well and stay focused and stay um, connected with the um, community that you are building and sharing your voice so others can hear and you can always have dialogues. Just let, listening to others and encouraging people to be the best they can be whereas you are trying to do the same. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much, Maya. And you have a good evening. Talk to you soon. You too. Thank you. you. Bye. 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 You may ask, what is Pandora? The Pandora technique is a time management technique developed by Francisco Silero at the end of the 1980s. It's a technique used by a timer to break down work's interval, traditionally 25 minutes in length, and separated by a short break. How does it work? A short burst work and reward system. A complete focus on simple tasks for those that cannot multitask. It helps push through overwhelmed and calmed overthinkers. It can be used by children as young as a kindergarten, through into adulthood. It's known to help those who suffer with ADHD better and to get them to a place where they can learn. This method is not for everyone, you know, but when it works, it works extremely well. And there is lots of ways you can try to use it when you, you get introduced and you want to try it. You can, when after you take a break, there's lots of things you can do on your break. So you can create a five-minute stretching routine, or you can take a short walk, or you can do your breathing exercise. You can do a quick five-minute cleanup. You can make yourself a snack if you like, or you can make a drink. You can go outside and soak up the sun. You can create a quick yoga routine, or you can listen to a motivational song, or you can do some juggling. Or work on your fun hobby that you love to do. Or take a quick sprint around the block or just in and out of the house or up and down the stairs. You can do some preparation of food for dinner or for lunch, depending on what time you're studying. You can declutter your space on your desk or in your room or in your office, wherever is that space you study. You can shred papers if you have too much and it's overcrowding your space. You can organize your space. You can take out the trash if you find it's is, is very clustered uh, or if it's overwhelming in your space and you want to have uh, more open space for working or some people work with space that is crowded there's to each his own or you can meditate or you can just take the time to breathe or clean it or draw so there is more space and less things because less is better than more to each his own or you can say more is better than less so I hope you take the time to listen to the podcast, guys, and, and try the technique if you wish to. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to like and share, and don't forget to leave a comment. 
On Facebook, you can reach me at Rawlson Scott Lewis. On Instagram, Rawlson Scott Lewis. On TikTok, is Archery and Ross. On Spotify and Anchor, is Rawlson Scott Lewis. Or Archery and Ross, you can do both. And uh, you can reach me personally if you like. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful week ahead. And I appreciate you guys. Peace. Hey guys, welcome to Recharge, Rebuild and Restore. R3 with Miraz. Today, I embrace in the presence of a beautiful young lady who is a parole officer, a clinical counselor. Plus, she helps young men transition from incarceration back to the community by making sure that her career will reflect her interests, her strength, and her authenticity of herself. Please, without further ado, let's please welcome Miss Sherlyn Sterling. Welcome to the podcast, Miss Sherlyn. It's very nice to have you. Hey guys, welcome to Recharge, Rebuild, and Restored. R3 with me, Ross. Today, I am braced with a beautiful young lady who is kind-hearted, caring, and who loves to give back to her community. She's a clinical counselor, a parole officer, a young woman who helps young men transition from incarceration back to the community and making sure her career choice reflects her interest, her strength, and her authenticity of her little self, of herself. Without further ado, please, let us welcome Ms. Sherlyn Sterling. Sherlyn, welcome to the podcast. Hey guys, welcome to Recharge, Rebuild, and Restore. R3 with me, Roz. Today, I am braced with a beautiful young lady who is caring, kind-hearted, love to laugh. She's a great makeup artist and a great painter. She loves to help young men from incarceration to get back into the community. She loves what she does, that she makes sure her career choice reflects her interests, her strength, and her authentic self. Please, without further ado, let's welcome Ms. Sherlyn Sterling. Welcome, Ms. Sherlyn, to the podcast. Not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing can be changed until it is faced by James Baldwin. Not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing can be changed until it's faced. James Baldwin. 